Welcome to the Echo Church Podcast. Echo is a group of people in Cincinnati, Ohio, who love Jesus, love hanging out, and are navigating the ups and downs of our faith together. We're glad you're here. Christmas Remix. Thank you all for joining us and and bringing some of the joy that we were hoping to have together on Christmas Eve. We hope everyone stayed safe and warm and thank you for returning. And it's here. So we've had a little Christmas music today, a little different message, but I want to start with a question. How many of you like to listen to music? Kids, adults, anybody like to listen to music? Okay, think of your favorite way. Do you like to listen in your house? Anybody? Do you like to listen in the car? Do you like to listen in headphones? Anybody have headphones? All right, riding your bike, taking a walk. I have a confession that I have to make, and I have to make it in public in front of my child, my teenager, because she was right. Kaylin, you were right. So I have always liked headphones, but I started to run, and then you get, you get headphones, and then there's like I've seen people run with those big ones, and I'm like, I don't know how you're doing that. But the little ones, then there's like a cord everywhere, and you're somehow twirling it around you. And finally, I thought, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get wireless, right? I'm gonna get wireless earbuds. And then, but I always kept making fun of the Apple ones because it looks just like they just chopped off the cord and they're just dangling there, and that looks really weird to me. And I made fun of them when my child wanted to get some. I'm sorry, because I tried other earbuds. Everything else is round. They're all round. I tried different ones, and my ears are strange. I don't know what's wrong with them, but they just have a, just a different shape than maybe other people's ears, because nothing else fits in there. They don't come out. So guess what I had to buy? The Apple, the original, not even the newer, like the, not the sound, the Max Pro, whatever. So I confess, they work. But then I realized, not just for running, but now I'm like doing the dishes and listening and doing chores and listening to things. And I have listened to podcasts and music and scripture. But there's just something about music that doesn't just involve your ears, does it? First of all, it can make you want to dance a little. Anybody here like to dance? Kids are going to dance soon, and we're going to see it happen. Because music makes you move. But even people who cannot physically hear sound can feel vibrations. And we could probably feel those vibrations too, but sometimes we're so busy listening with our ears. Have you ever listened with your body to music? And when you hear like, especially loud, deep tones, you can feel the music in ourselves. So however we take in music, we use our whole senses. Today, our service, I mean, kind of a big motivation for Christmas Remix is to take in music because there's some music that we haven't listened to or seen yet, and that's by Echo Kids. So, kids, I'm going to talk faster today. You guys can draw and color and do things while I'm chatting up here, and then it'll be your turn, okay? So that is why we're here. We're excited. Apparently, you know, Orthodox in Eastern Europe, they celebrated Christmas yesterday, so we're not that far behind, guys, okay? Let's recap where we've been. We've been in Hark. It's been musical. We've talked about music we listened to today, music that was written in ancient hymns and scripture. We began week one talking about Mariah Carey, Queen of Christmas. We talked about Handel's Messiah. We related it to O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. 
And we read in Isaiah 9, an ancient hymn singing about a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace who was prophesied to come. Week two, we talked about the dramatic pauses that you can have in music when things just stop and it gets your attention in silence. And we read the story of Joseph and he had a silent night where he got a message from God in his sleep. And we thought that he might have asked, can I trust this? Can I trust this responsibility I'm taking on? Week three, we talked about those I want songs that you see in movies, especially Disney movies. And we also looked at Joy to the World, and we saw that Mary herself sang her own song. When she heard that she was going to be the mother of Jesus, she sang a solo. And so we talked about the ways that we can each say, it's not about me. It's about what God calls us to. Week four, there were some shepherds, and they had a choir of angels sing to them. Angels we have heard on high, that's what we sang together here. And I thought that they probably would say, what the gladsome tidings? What's going on here? So in all that confusion, we looked at the confusion in our own lives and how we sort it out. And then last week, we talked about stars, songs with stars in them. And we know that the Magi followed a star to find Jesus. But they were seeking spiritual in the sky, and God connected them to the creator of the stars. And we were all challenged to step toward the light this year. We actually gave out some glow-in-the-dark stars. If you didn't get one last week, please feel free to grab one on the way out. We're going to remember to step toward Jesus' light this year. Now today, week seven, we're going to be in Luke 2 again, and we're going to see Jesus and hear one final song that someone sang over him. Luke 2, verse 22 begins. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. If you're an echo kid and you want to draw a picture of a bird on your paper, on your coloring paper, that's what Mary and Joseph took, two birds. Okay, you can draw a bird for me. Leviticus 12 details that after childbirth, women, women were supposed to take part in purification rites, and this would have happened just over 30 days after a baby was born. Exodus 13 details that that firstborn, dedicated back to God, was a ceremony in gratitude, remembering the way God delivered his people again and again, and especially how he delivered and redeemed them from slavery back in Egypt, and promo, that's where we're headed next. We're going to head to Egypt, so come back, and that's what we're going to talk about, the Exodus. But those were the two reasons why Mary and Joseph traveled to the temple. Now, let's think about this. Because, you know, we like to take, and everything looks serene in pictures and paintings, right? And the way you depict Bible stories. But let's look at the reality. Mary and Joseph are traveling with a newborn. How many have taken a trip with a newborn, and you know what that feels like? They are also on foot. So they're traveling from Bethlehem, where Jesus was born, and they're traveling what Google Maps tells me is about 8.2 kilometers. That's your modern-day path if you want to walk. And that's about over five miles, so you can decide how long that would take you and your newborn to go. 
Now, just this week, one of our Echo families received a foster newborn in their home. And I saw Garrett Donahue post on Facebook, how do you do with boy newborns? They've just had girls in their house. And you know what the conversation was all about? Diaper changes. I'll let you all imagine, and those of you who have boys can let me know how that works later. But Mary and Joseph are traveling, and they're also learning the art of the quick diaper change, right? Who knows what places they had to stop on the way? Maybe all this travel, was it during nap time? They didn't get to pick the schedule. Could Jesus have been cranky? Passing the baby back and forth between parents. Who's going to walk with Jesus now and hold him? What if right when they got to the temple, Jesus got hungry, and Mary's like, hold off on that beautiful ceremony. We got a nurse first. I mean, this is life. Jesus was a human baby with all the complexities and joys that human babies bring. So finally, they're all there. Let's see what happens. Verse 25 says, Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon. He was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. So here we have Simeon, and we know that he is righteous and devout. So he is caring about the worship of God as first priority in his life. But you know what? He didn't know when this would happen. God's Spirit told him, you get to meet my Messiah. But he didn't know when that was going to be, what day, what hour. So he had to listen for the Spirit or pay attention. But the Spirit might not have, like, shouted out audibly to him. But perhaps it was more like we talked about feeling the music. Maybe there was just a sense inside Simeon to say, go, go to the temple today. Today is the day. Somehow the Spirit moved in Simeon and he was paying attention and showed up. And here's what happened. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom required, Simeon took Jesus in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. So what we want to notice here in Simeon's words are a couple of things. Number one, notice that Simeon's like, you fulfilled your promise, Lord, just like you do. I'm at peace now. can go whenever you need me to go. And he said, Jesus is a light. Like we lit our candles today. He's a light for the Gentiles and for the people of Israel. And we keep talking about that Jesus came for everyone and that he tried to spread that message throughout his life. And it was here at the beginning that it was said that Jesus wasn't just, though he was Jewish, he was for everyone, and he was trying to bring redemption for all people and bring us all together as one. So Mary and Joseph had to process uh, Simeon's words, and then we know that he said one more thing. Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and it will be a sign spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Jesus was going to have good and bad days. He was going to have people who loved him and people who hated him. Jesus was going to bring light, but some people would try to throw darkness in his path. Jesus 
is our guide today. And so we, like we've talked about in previous weeks, we've seen here someone responding to the good news. Because we saw Simeon's words were in a very poetic form, some churches sing his verses and think that he could have sang those words over Jesus. And that's one way that we can respond. We get, every week, we play music. And we respond to Jesus in song, giving us an opportunity. Because sometimes those feelings, they just come out better in music. And so today, we sang, Do You Hear What I Hear? Well, because Dylan likes it. But also because it does connect, right? We had our light, but we also had hearing. Now, here's the difference. There's a difference between hearing and listening, right? How many of you have ever said something and had to repeat it more than once? Because your children, or your spouse, or your friends, or any member of your family didn't actually listen. So the difference between hearing sound and listening is that attention, or paying attention. So if we take the message of Jesus, we can hear it a lot. You might hear it every year, these verses. But are we paying attention? Are we listening? Our series, we titled it Hark, because that just sounded fun, and it's a name of a hymn, and Shantae made this fun, and Sam wins the prize for noticing the hidden little message up there. If you notice the little tiny words say, arranged by Jesus Christ. She's the only one who brought it up. You win a prize. But hark also means listen. And so that is our final challenge of this season. As we step into a new year is hark. Let's listen and see the ways that Jesus is communicating with us. And it doesn't always happen audibly, but it happens in our world. We can look around if we're paying attention and we notice that Jesus is communicating with us. And maybe it happens when the kids come up here and sing and play music and something stirs in your heart, Jesus' spirit. Maybe it happens as we're reading scripture out loud and you hear it wash over you and you sense Jesus communicating to you. Maybe it happens in the dark of night when you're struggling and a friend prays for you and you know that God is with you. Jesus is always communicating and sometimes we use our ears and sometimes we need other people to help us along. Sometimes it's hard to know what we're receiving. What's the message? And that's why we're together because church is about journeying to Jesus with one another. We're here to listen to the Spirit together. You don't have to figure it out on your own. We're here together. And so let's step into this new year, listening and looking for ways that Jesus is communicating to us and through us. So let's pray. God, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you that we can still listen today and hear and see and feel you moving in our lives. Help us to draw together to listen to you this new year. Thank you for being one who is alive and redeeming and someone we want to celebrate. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for the gift of your attention today. If you ever want to join Echo Church in person, we meet on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You'll find us at 1301 East McMillan Street. That's in the Walnut Hills neighborhood of Cincinnati, Ohio, just up the street from our city's beautiful Eden Park. Find out more about us on our website, echochurch.org. Have a great week.